Threed stands prepared. A powerhouse of integrity and industry. The city of Threed rests as the capstone of civilization, bearing the weight of progress and peace with a friendly smile. But all is not what it seems. Enemies of goodness plot her downfall in secret. Take, for example, Stump Steenling. For twenty years, Stump has disguised himself as a family man and model citizen of Mountain Creek. His good neighbors would never suspect that a dangerous criminal lurks among them, hiding from a past of murder and misdeeds with the dreaded Hazak gang. But sins have a way of catching up to those who commit them, and Stump now finds himself once more on the run from the dark and violent gang leaders he once served. And so serves him right. One Hayden Kincaid also bears the weight of sin. One of many poor unfortunates blemishing the streets of Threed, Kincaid turned to an easy life of crime over respectable living, taking gruesome jobs under the moniker The Stranger. And dear listener, you must stay vigilant. Kincaid possesses sinister, shape-shifting abilities, meaning even now they could be masquerading as one of your dearest friends or family members. But even this phantom has a weakness, and they now seek to find their missing partner in crime and fellow ne'er-do-well Winona. One hopes they find justice before they find each other. But violence infects even the most respectable social circles. Salome Jameson, nay Briar, wife of arms magnate and philanthropist Thaddeus Jameson, has snapped in a bout of bloodthirsty hysterics, no doubt a byproduct of her upbringing in the Badlands. After looting her husband's well-appointed apartment, she has fled the shining city of Threed for her less cultured kin in the wastes. Certainly poor repayment for the Jamesons' generosity, it goes to show that even money cannot solve problems innate to the individual. But what are the Badlands? Every pillar of strength has an antithesis, and so is the Badlands to Threed. Where our mighty city shines as a pinnacle of virtue, the denizens of the Badlands lead short, simple lives and seek base, simple pleasures. Violence and desperation are no strangers to them in the wastes, beyond the scope of Threed's law and order. But as we follow these little criminals on their path into the Badlands, let their lives stand as a word of caution to you. Their deviancy, treachery, and wanton lust for violence shall not prevail, and it is only time that stands between them and the righteous hand of justice which awaits them. Our three little criminals board a train into the wastes, only for this train to be derailed by a murderous cult of miners, an all-too-common threat in these troubling times. The miners steal crates of fire powder intended for our brave troops at Fort Braddock, and our three little criminals, perhaps seeking the powder for themselves, pursue them into Ford Falls Mine. They learn of a powerful force which the radical cultists call the Red-Eyed God, a deity they wish to unleash upon the world in exchange for earthly rewards. Stump discovers that an ancient amulet he carries, a stolen artifact from his murderous past, strongly resembles a massive door beyond which the red-eyed god supposedly awaits. With the help of another fugitive of the law, Philomena Fiddlefaddle, they destroy the group of cultists with the stolen firepowder, collapsing the mine and the unfortunate town of Ford Falls above. The wanton disregard for sentient life knows no bounds. Unfortunately, they do not meet their end, 
escaping the mine, and out of pity for their fellow evildoer, rescuing the cult leader Mordric. Mordric blames his evil deeds on magical influence, and hastily attempts to pin the plan to destroy Ford Falls on Luther Wainwright, a hard-working employee of our beloved Jameson Company, stationed in the nearby town of Providence. A likely story. Not yet satisfied by all the carnage in their wake, our three little criminals set out to add the noble Mr. Wainwright to their long list of murders. They discover that Stump's stolen amulet doubles as both a key and a map, and they resume their unstoppable quest for blood. They find Providence, a small town near Threed which has not entirely lost itself to the cruelty inherent to the wastes. The town throws its harvest festival, sponsored this year by Jameson Company, and our little murderers disguise themselves amongst the simple country folk. Salome and Stump meet with a fellow con artist, calling himself Professor Portens, who tells Salome that her aunts, both servants of sinister Badlands witchcraft, pursued some great evil to the small town of Blackthorn Hollow and have not been heard from in six months. Perhaps their deeds have finally caught up to them. One can only hope. Hayden, employing their evil strengths as a jungle cat predator, stalks Luther as he prepares to give a speech to the community. During this speech, however, the people of Providence descend into a frenzied mass of violence and begin tearing each other apart. This can only be expected, as such exposure to the health and opportunity three provides can only be maddening to those accustomed to a life less fortunate. This tragedy must be attributed to collective madness and could not in any way be due to another red-eyed god amulet employed by Luther and his team. That would not make sense, and were it even true, would not warrant investigation. It is here that I'd like to take a moment to paint a scenario, humble listener. Picture yourself at home. You've slipped into your evening coat and slippers. Fido rests peacefully beside the hearth. Warm embers crackle in the fireplace. You light your trusty tobacco pipe, and all is well. But the sound of breaking glass shatters your perfect evening. A murderous cult of miners have come to destroy you and your loved ones. Whose name does your hand reach out to in the dark? Why, the trusted name of Jameson. Ah, Jameson. The very name has a hearty ring to it. And when you're caught with your back to the wall, prepared listener, I just hope there's a Jameson revolver in your pocket to save the day. Jameson. Dependable the way family should be. But return we now to world events. Caught up in the Providence hysteria, our three little murderers butcher Luther's team and hold Mr. Wainwright hostage for information. Tortured, our beloved Luther reveals confidential information that Jameson is investigating the backwoods red-eyed god rumors by sending interviewers to Dr. Helena Bancroft, a scholar in the den of crime known as Twin River. Riders from the dreaded Hazak gang arrive, seeking Stump's stolen amulet. But our little murderers deceive the riders into taking the second, now broken, amulet instead. It bears repeating that this second amulet is in no way affiliated with the Jameson Company or Threed as a whole, and could not have been produced by Luther and his team. That would be foolishness to consider, and you, citizen of Threed, are no fool. 
but Jameson Company looks after their own. A rescue effort is sent to defuse the hostage situation, but our peacekeepers arrive too late. The heartless Salome murders noble Luther while revealing her true nature, one which we knew all along. In a senseless rage, she murdered her husband Thaddeus prior to her departure from Three. Her body counts stacking, she escapes with Stump and Hayden before justice can be dispatched. Our three little murderers trade Philomena Fiddlefaddle out for Portens, absconding with him and his young apprentice Charlie into the night. A mere 17 years old, Charlie is the youngest of the group's victims so far and is likely terrified for their life. As they creep closer and closer to Twin River, Threed will spare no expense in rescuing young Charlie and bringing these kidnappers to justice. In their time on the lamb, Hayden recalls their past tangles with the righteous church of the eternal flame, a beacon of light in our failing world. And our little murderers help Professor Porton scam a small town into buying unsafe and unstable potions. The shocking events of Ford Falls in Providence, the violent destruction of Train 456, and the brutal murders of both Luther Wainwright and his own younger brother Thaddeus Jameson leave Minister of Interior Tiberius Jameson with no other choice. He bravely calls upon Threed to rally her courage and denounce the rising tide of blood swirling in the wastes at the door. When devilry comes knocking, righteousness must answer, and our troops will establish peace and order in this chaos. Some have attempted to connect these completely unrelated tragedies to Jameson, painting them as attempts to legitimize a military occupation of the Badlands for some purportedly dark purpose. But these are the ravings of anarchists and evildoers who seek to turn tragedy into conspiracy. And you, law-abiding child of Threed, must remain ever vigilant for such false news. For now, citizen, remain watchful. Darkness looms at your doorstep, but it shall be overcome through justice, family values, and a loving obedience to Threed. Threed stands prepared. Do you... This broadcast sponsored by the Jameson Company.